The views and opinions expressed on this show are that of the individual and not of the host. Your radio, Tony, Rodney, Darren, what it is. All had problems, now we got the solutions to handle our ease. Press and stress the problems ahead so we can work it out. Because I've grown up from boys to men, I know I'm shutting my mouth. Anybody on? Good evening. Welcome. We're having a little technical difficulties, folks, so bear with us tonight. It's outside of our control. Our guests are dialing in. What's up, Darren? What's up, man? How you doing? Good, man. Waiting on our esteemed host to get this topic kicked off. Hold on. Try to get in on my other line. All right. See some folks calling in. Bear with us, listeners. Thank you for your patience. We're having some technical difficulties tonight. Thank you for your patience. We paid our bill, but it was outside of our control. They owe us, they owe us some change back then. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. While I get these lines turned on, let's try to jump into this topic, if you will. Um, pride before the fall. So what what did you think when you got that topic, sir? What was your first thought? Who are you talking to me? Yeah. Thank you. Oh, only no, I was to get turned on here. Uh it, did T, did hey, T, hey, T can you hear me, Rodney? Yeah, we can hear you. Yeah, bro. we can, yeah, yeah. I can hear you, Malcolm. I'm trying to get everybody else turned on. Oh. But what'd you think, Malcolm? Pride before think about the, fall. the topic? Yeah, pride before the fall. What was your first thought? I, I think that's a real, that's a real thing, a real something that occurs regularly, daily in America. So what do you yeah, think the I fall was... is? Um, the fall is, is is a um. I, I well, the fall would be uh, a, a um. Uh, consequence or uh, it plays out in a way you didn't anticipate or want. 
Go ahead, Darren. Yeah, um, it, it came to mind of a couple that um, that we're speaking to this right now. Um, the the guy had got caught. Um, he got caught by his girlfriend, fiance, uh, when she moved, uh, and he was cheating on her. But then when she got here, he stopped, or you know, he must have stopped right before she. She got here good, but the point of it is, is uh, he wanted to get married, but she she caught him, uh, caught him online doing some stuff with some old girl, and um, and he never did tell her. So now he wanted to come to counseling to try to make sure everything was good. So <laughs> and even wanted to tell us. So when but she spilled all the beans, but he just was coming to counseling just to check a premarital counseling just to check a box. And I was like, okay, well, cool, you know. But he didn't tell us that, so I was asking him questions, like, when the next time you want to come? He's like, well, I don't think we want to do this again, but I'm only doing this for her. So it came out that she said we need to we need to do these these um this counseling or someone not going to trust you. So he only did it to check a box, and then they get married in November of this year. So I just thought that you know that that is going to hurt his relationship. He wasn't sorry that that he cheated on her. He was sorry that he he got caught, and he was just doing right. trying to do everything to be, get in the graces again. And uh, and I think that he's gonna, in my opinion, he's gonna do it again. But you know now he got her where she, he wants her, like you know all believing that you know going back together with him and all that other stuff. Now he don't want to come to counseling no more because so he just did it to to just you know. So his fall is going to come because he got too much pride to admit that he was wrong. So why were they separated in the begin in the oh. I mean to begin with? Like what was the like well, they were living was, apart or something while he was messing around? Yeah, they were living apart while she was getting out of the military and uh, anybody who's been in the military they have to stay on post until you know, all the paperwork is done, and he was still in the military. He's still in the military, and he went on to his next duty station while she stayed there and processed out. And the plan was when she finished processing out, then she was going to come up here and, and meet up with him. So they're both in the military? She was, but she got out, but he went on to the next duty station, and he, he uh, no, she she went and stayed at the duty station and to process out, and he came to the next duty station, his next duty. Mm-hmm. Hmm. The reason why they got out, because they all, they were both, you know, they're both military, and <coughs> and they wouldn't, they wouldn't allow them to be, it's hard to get stationed together when you're not married in the military. But I just believe that um, they're not gonna they're not gonna make it, you know, because he just did it to check a box. Malcolm, you still there? Yes, sir. Hold on. Got some more callers calling in. Finally, I think the lines are working now. Man, see if you can patch Tony in. Uh, you got Tony's number? What up, Who, Sam? Me? Um, 
I'm sorry. Yeah, hey, now. Yeah, it was yeah. a little hard getting yeah. in tonight. Mm. Yeah, technical difficulties, man. If somebody can yeah. uh, call Tony on his cell phone, I won't put his line on um, on the air, but if y'all can just call yeah, him I, and then conference the to, line in. Like yeah, hold on right now. So he can get in. Yeah, the um, blog talk was acting up right before we got on. would not work. And I get these error messages and all this. We're working oh, wow. on the problem. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we're beholden uh, to technology here. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, uh, while Darren is trying to patch in our esteemed host for the evening, um, we're talking about pride before the fall. So, Sam, when you got a topic tonight, what, what, was, your, what was your first initial thought? You know, Darren was uh, giving a scenario about a situation where gentleman was in the well his lady was in the military so as he's waiting for her to process out he's cheating on her and then as she's about to come home or when she comes home he stops so Mm. Darren was just explaining how you know (laughs) his downfall is and you know the lady called him I guess you know with some online messages or whatever and um, Mm. yeah yeah, so what was your initial thought when you got the topic this evening? Oh, man, just, I mean, when you said that as far as private for the fall and then you kind of gave me that scenario, um, <clears throat> you know, sometimes we do. We 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 as people, you know, especially men, uh, speaking as a man, and, you know, we I think we push the envelope sometimes as far as we think we can go, you know. Until uh, something happened or it don't go our way or it blow up in our face, if you will, you know, then you feel a certain type of way. But I think with maturity, with experience, you know, and when you start looking at relationships in a different light, you know, uh, whether it's from experiences, whether it's from just as you get older and more mature, you know, you want to stop playing all them games, you know. I mean, even if you're a guy, you don't have you two, three women all the time, this, that, and the other. Uh, just at some point, you know, within yourself, and I guess that's where you got to be honest with yourself. Uh, you say, hey, this, I'm, I don't think I'm going to do this anymore. And then you got to consider other people's feelings, too. That's part of it. You know, a woman, consider her feelings. You know, got to consider her feelings just as well. You know? So I think a lot of maturity has to do with that and growing on your part as a man to really say, look, this is what I'm going to be about. This is what I'm going to do. And especially considering other people people that you're involving yourself with in that intimate, romantic type way, because everybody gonna feel some type of way. Even the lady that he might have been cheating with, she gonna feel some type of way. And you know, then the woman he was supposed to be betrothed to or whatever, she feeling some type of way. Yeah, Darren, you get back in. Darren, Got him. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm oh, about okay. to call him again. Yeah, I think because he was on the phone. Yeah, I was trying all kinds of tricks to get, uh, you know, I can call guests, too, from my uh, studio. Mm-hmm. But that wasn't working either. Wasn't nothing working. The like, oh, wow. only thing was working was the studio board. So, But, yeah, that's good words. Hold on a minute. There's another one. I think that's Ike. But. Yeah, 
Tony's uh, getting in there. Sorry for the technical difficulties, folks. Mm-hmm. Unusual. Well, it's in that day and age with our electronics. <laughs> I'm telling you, can't do nothing. But back to you know, Malcolm's point. Hey. Yeah. Yo. Hello? Tony. Okay, yeah, I got Yeah, we can it. hear you, bro. Go ahead, bro. Or man, steam hose. <laughs> yeah, this rock. Huh? Got you on three way. <laughs> we I got, got some say, callers on here. Callers so we'll... call they already on, yeah, man. We on. In. Tony. Yeah, yeah, we live okay. now. Okay, so we live. Yes, right now. Yeah, yeah, we've been live. <laughs> Few of us, anyway. <laughs> right, right, right. Okay, so tonight's topic is uh, five for the fall, right? That's right. Yes, sir. <laughs> we're in there. We're gonna, we, we're gonna agree to disagree. But, <laughs> so listen, listen, listen. That. This topic came. This topic came to me today, based on the conversations that we've been having the last couple of days about MMDT talk show okay. and about personal situations that guys. Are dealing with right now, and the, the question that I have is, where are we as men getting our pride from? Because it seems a lot of times we are so prideful that we'll let that be our demise before we go get help, right? Or before we do something about it, you know. And I just want to keep it on this on this venue right here, real quick. Like, you know, we know people that are going through it in their marriage and their relationships. And this is an outlet for a lot of people. It's been an outlet for me. It's been an outlet for all of y'all. But a lot of guys just won't call in. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So we got to – I just want to figure out what it is because right now 2020 is coming up, and we have to sit down and we have to talk about what we're going to do for this venue, right? And we need to make sure that it's still beneficial for for the public and guys like us, you know, should participate. But what I need to know from you I, um, from you all is why aren't we at 30, 40 callers a week? Oh, pride. Show? <laughs> pride. I think, man, right. I think it's, I right. think it's I mean, innate. You know, I think okay. it's, it's got to be innate, and then I think it's uh, sh- continuously shaped and molded by society. So, right. you know, I think I think that you know is. Know what, go ahead. I, I was gonna say the one thing that makes that 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 um I want to say untrue for lack of a better word is there are shows where you get thousands and thousands of people calling in. That's stuff like maybe Steve Harvey's show or something. So I don't know if it's pride so much because men will call in shows because people do. But you said the key word, Malcolm, and that's um, celebrity. I think celebrity-based stuff. You know, they just yeah. get they just get that uh, volume just because of the sheer amount of uh, celebrity. You know that they attract. You know they they attract because mm-hmm. they're celebrities rather. So I mean, you're mm-hmm. talking about somebody with 25 million Twitter followers. Yeah, you might can get <laughs> 3,000 men to call in or whatever just to have a chance to talk to Steve Harvey or LeBron or whoever it is, you know, but um, 
you know, maybe it's the right. fact that on the flip side, maybe, you know, just looking in the mirror, maybe we don't have anything to offer them uh, in their mind. So it's like, why, why connect? You know, now all of us on here know that's not the case. You know, uh, and we don't have, you know, sorry for the listeners, we don't have technical difficulties like this. You know, uh, we beyond our control. But you know, we we got plenty, we got plenty to offer. You know, no matter what, and I think this we've been doing so long is, um, no matter what your situation is, you know, we can pretty much handle it. And if not, we have resources to direct you to professionals that can. Right, 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 right. I mean, well, I think I definitely agree with you, Rodney. Um, and the, I'm just gonna say the cheerleader effect, right? When you start hearing names like Steve Harvey or Good Morning America or whatever, they again they wanna they wanna rub elbows with those type of people. I don't know that they'll get that vulnerable like they do here, but again, that may be the motivation for them calling into that type of setting. Here we have a lot to offer because we cover so much ground and one of these topics topics has to drive straight through their bedroom or straight through their living room. You see what I'm saying? And again, they can call in and if, if anything, just listen, you know, until they get compelled to speak, you know. But I still believe that enough people won't do it because of the pride and that they got it under control in their own situation when they really don't have it under control. Well, can, can uh, I ask you said, Yeah, go ahead, yeah, bro. No, I was I was just saying, mate, well, first of all, I mean, for us brothers, this, this, for black people, listen, it's ingrained in us to have pride. Let's be honest. It's ingrained right. in a black man to have pride in himself from birth. So it ain't it ain't like okay you can there's no leeway in as a black man in America you have pride you better have pride you better hold your head up because you know we can go through the history of what we've been through so once again we it's ingrained in us to have pride and we don't cry and we don't go to we don't cry on people's shoulders and you better figure it out you better get a job you better do this you bet this is what we've been doing since for God knows how long so. Right, right. But do you think that, and look, and look, great words, great words. But do you think that that could be some type of psychological warfare? And let me, and, and, and just bear with me, right? So we have pride that's been ingrained in us. But could have been ingrained in us to destroy us? I mean, just think no. about it. We don't go to the doctor. So. We got too much pride to go to the doctor. We got too much pride to go to a marriage counselor, right? We got too much pride to ask for directions. We got Google Maps now, but before Google Maps, we had too much pride to ask for directions. There's so many things that pride hinders us from being, uh, you know, winning in the situation. So couldn't it be something that we could have done without, you thinking? Nah, because it's definitely carried us. It's a it's a double edged sword because it's carried us this far. Now it's now we're in 2019. I think we need to switch it up a bit. Like, listen, you know, because the thing is, it's about being a man, especially black men in America. It's always our masculinity is always challenged. Let's be honest. Out of everybody that's here, the American black man masculinity is forever challenged. So it's like, okay, well. 
no, I can I can let down my guard and do this, but you're not a man enough. And uh, you don't have enough this, and you don't have, you know what I'm saying? So it's always, it's like we put it down, but then we got to put it right back up. So it's like it's, we're always being challenged. So I can't say it's a bad thing or, we, you know, but it's it's necessary because it's a defense mechanism also. Hey, but the thing I think that uh, what Tony said kind of triggered it for me was, um, uh, what was the word he said? Basically that um, the pride is is um, the about being transparent. That's what what it was. Um, yeah, yeah, so yeah. it's not so much calling in the show or calling into the the, uh, the Steve Harvey show. It's about calling into a show and being transparent. And then I guess people do have a lot of pride in regards to doing that because ain't nobody really doing that on too many shows. People do it on this one, but not not a lot of shows where people call in to be really transparent. Yeah. Because yeah, of pride. Part of- yeah, part of that when you talked about that pride is, you know, over the years people always had that attitude, or I'm I'm starting to hear it more now, and a lot of people, you know, like in they, you know, twenties and thirties, you know, they always got this, uh, I don't need nobody to help me, nobody ever helped me, or I've done it all on my own, and this type of thing, you know, not realizing, especially as men, you know, that's what we need. We need to converse these ideals. You know, get a better understanding, and then you can take some personal from this. You know, if you're trying to develop and be better in your relationship, uh, not only your relationship but as a man, you know, and then how you treat women, how you how you deal with women, how you treat women, you can hear a lot here and utilize that in your personal life. But I think a lot of times, again, what we just spoke on was that pride. A lot of people don't want to loosen, you know, or if I'm using the right word, you know, loosen up on it. I want to keep me, you know, I want to feel like if anything I got to figure out, I figure out by myself or whatever. And it doesn't necessarily have to be so. Hey, I know the purpose of pride is to protect yourself. Is there a difference between protecting yourself and pride? For an example, you don't want to say talk about your income with a coworker, not because you're embarrassed or not because of this reason or another, but because you don't want it to cause you a problem later on because you've witnessed it happen. So is there a difference between pride and protecting yourself? Yeah, I, I think it question. is a difference. Yeah, I think it is a difference. And then some things you just don't want don't want certain people to know, you know, or I can understand that. There's certain things that you may not want to share with everybody. So, right. you know, even even with the pride factor, I say, if you just some things you're not gonna talk about, that's fine. But don't let it dominate, you know, with the pride. That's what I think the pride dominates the not having a discussion at all about anything, to where you really just want to keep a few things, you know, to a certain limit as far as how much you converse, have a conversation about it. Right, right, right. And I also think that um, we have to know the difference, though. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? We can't let the pride keep us from protecting ourselves. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And a lot of times I think that we do. The pride keeps us from getting help or asking for help. Mm-hmm. Um, I know that I, I, I've watched marriages crumble because the man says, well, we don't need marriage counsel. I don't want no man or no, no person in my marriage. You know what I mean? And the wife is like, well, we need some help. You know, mm-hmm. and he's like, no, nah, no, nah, uh, I'm good. We good. We good. 
until she leaves, until they, you know, get divorced. And then after that, it's like, well, maybe I should have listened to her. You know what I'm saying? So I I think we have to understand that we got to control that pride in a way where it doesn't be detrimental to us. Mm-hmm. Well, can I ask a question? Sure. How, how, okay, for, for us, I mean, in particular, like I said, we've, we've been challenged all this time. How, I mean, what's, how do you balance that, though? Because it's one thing if we got, but, I mean, we're not catching slack right now. We, it's, I mean, it's building up because every feminism is coming about. And, and right. like I said, everything is, everything about, let's be, let's be honest, is being challenged. So how do you, how does one balance that? You already got that? I think you gotta not care. Say what? I just think you gotta not care. No, I think he used the word how you challenge that. I don't think it's so much about not caring, but when you built up on your certain foundation and principles and you know, understanding you got to stand on it. You know, you can't be like, you know, what they say, like to win. And, you know, every time something change, you change. What you believe in is what you believe in. And if it's right, it's right. right. And if it's done seeing you through this long, and that seems the way things should be. But it is a lot of things changing. Like you said, you know, it's feminism, this, that, you know, we got the, we got the transitions, the LBTGQB communities and all this. And, you know, there's so many things that we may feel, you know, we don't like or whatever, but it's being forced down our throat and stuff. But I think that, especially as black men, it's still certain principles we just got to stand on. And we can't allow it to affect our families, you know, and those that we love and care about to just say, okay, you know, this is good, this is great. You know, if it's wrong, wrong is wrong. Like I said, we talked about last week, but wrong is wrong and right is right. And whatever it is, you know, whether it's a, a criminal act, breaking the law, I think I seen something on on the Twitter page where they said that, you know, people uh, out the gay relative, you know, and everything, but then the uncle that's molesting in the family, they want to keep it secret or whatever. You know, again, wrong is wrong, right is right, and we got to stand on those foundation principles that we believe that's standing on righteousness and, and keep enforcing them. Don't change up and keep enforcing the right and and bring down wrong. Catherine, one more monkey wrench. One more one more monkey wrench, real quick. I know that's not my thing, but I just want to throw one more monkey wrench. Do you think? Our, do you think? And I, I just I just wanted to just want to ask a question. Are do you, do y'all think our women are helping us balance this pride thing? You think our women of today? The women, the 2019 women of today, you think they are helping us balance this pride issue? No. I don't think so. And let me tell you why. <laughs> because, because of the added pressure. Right? So you got added pressure on, you know, a, a, a prideful man has got added pressure. Right? Because he can't drop the ball. He can't come up short because he got to hear her mouth. You know what I'm saying? So it's kind of like mm-hmm. somebody said earlier, a double-edged sword. Damned if you do, damned if you don't. If the family falls apart, everybody's going to be looking at the head to find out what happened. You know what I mean? What happened to your family? What happened? Why y'all get a divorce? 
Why are your kids acting up? You know what I mean? Why the mortgage ain't paid? Why the cars, cars and stuff ain't paid? Why are you having financial? It all comes on the man. You know what I mean? So, mm-hmm. again, if they are a teammate and they're working with you hand-in-hand, hand, you're in a better situation. But if they're not and if they're looking at you to lead, which is the ideal situation, without the help, then then they're actually making the situation worse. That's just my two cents. I think, I think that's interesting what you said because if you look at it, I think maybe you said it on here before about when – if a woman cheats, it's uh, his fault. Right. And because it, it was something right. about, you know, he wasn't, it was something that he wasn't doing, which is why she stepped right. out. And right. Right. and then another. That's not always the case, another, but that's not always the case, right. but that is a lot of the case. Right. But that's, that's, a, that's the almost the immediate thought, though. It's like, what were you, what were you as the husband not doing to fulfill right. your wife's emotional needs? Or whatever, like that's the right. first thought. It's like, well, what did you, you know? They going upside the husband. He's like, what did you do to her? You know, I mean, it's like, what? She stepped out. Like, you're she not talking out. to her. But I think on right. the flip side, you know, women talk a lot about um, equal partnerships. Um, you know, the whole submission topic was a hot topic. You know, when Fantasia jumped out the window, you know, a week or so ago, and um, yep, you know, gave her thoughts on it. Have a women. What do you mean? Jumped out the window. Now, she made some comments she about no, yeah. <laughs> she made some comments <laughs> about uh, submission that had uh, social media in tatters uh, for about a week, and what, she what she said was nothing that you wouldn't say there. I mean, it's literally what it was. But I think it was coming. It was the messenger. You know, they had some problems with um, you know Fantasia's dating history, but. You know, bottom line is that what she said and then her husband followed up what she said, reiterated what right. she said. But going back to my point, and you have to look it up in your own time, Darren, because it's, it's, a, it's a lot of twists and turns to that one. But, um, but, but bottom um, line, it's, it's nothing different than what you would say or I would say about submission. It's not that big of a deal. But people got in there, got their panties in a wad about it. But going back to that, my point is, you know, uh, a lot of women – they prefer equal partnership over submission, you know, and when we talk about submission, when I talk about submission, when we talk about submission here, we're talking about considerate and compassionate submission, um, right. you know, not, not dictatorship, you know, right. but when I'm going to make my, I'm trying to make my point here, but the bottom line is that when it comes to equal partnership, you never hear if the, if the, marriage fails or, or the relationship fails or whatever in that equal partnership deal, do women take the blame then, you know, about, yeah, it was our fault. Like our ship went down. Even in those circumstances where the, the man and the woman are quote unquote equal partnerships and, you know, there ain't no head coach, they're two assistant coaches, you know, ain't no president. It's just two vice presidents or whatever. And, and the marriage right. dissolves or, or it fails, even in those circumstances, the woman is, is she not jumping out there claiming that we failed, our team failed, our team was unsuccessful. Even in those situations, she's pointing the finger at that dude. You know, he is the problem. He was the one who caused us to right. go, you know, caused the, the demise of our relationship. So it's like, you right. know, you, you know, you, you can't win for losing here. It's, it's going to fall well, on the well, Rodney, you know. But Rodney, she she is a thousand percent correct 
in saying that, even if she is the fault, even if she is the fault of it. And here's where I say this at. It's grown man's business. Marriage is grown folks' business. And as a man, we step in there and say, okay, we've courted this woman. We proposed. We got on one bended knee, and now we're married to this woman, and we have to protect and, you know, I mean, it just comes with the territory. But you got to go all the way back to the beginning of time. Adam tried to say, it's that woman you gave him. Remember that? Yep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And he was like, really, dude? Really, dude? You going to blame it on a woman? Y'all, both of y'all can get the hell out of here. You see what I'm saying? Both of y'all can bounce. You see, so at the beginning of time, no matter, and we clearly know that the woman was the one that was infiltrated first. And she was the ringleader in all of that. But it didn't matter because he didn't stand firm enough and say, nah, we were told not to do this. We ain't doing it. You feel what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And I think that even today, we still have to accept that role. And a lot of times when men get divorced in a situation, they feel they let the family down, even though they might have married a hoe. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I mean, it is what it is, mm-hmm. but again, yeah. you know what I'm saying? So and, uh, we we responsible. The, 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 the father-in-law the mother-in-law, your parents, they're all looking at you like, what happened, dude? What happened to your family? But see, hold on, Tony, let me say this. I heard everything you said, and it's still, it's like, okay, do we give women, you know, uh, Rodney was talking about equality, you know, and then do we give women a voice or no voice? Because it takes a certain level of leadership, if you will, you know, you saying if the man gonna take it, this is my idea. But if, if you're gonna take the fault as a man, then let everything rest on my shoulders. Don't let right. it be partial. You know, uh, she gotta have a say so and this that and the other. And I'd say totally phase her out. She can't say anything. But let me be the man and take the bulk of that on my shoulders if that's what's gonna happen. And then if it fails or something like that, then I can see my fault. But if I got a wife. And she's playing her part and doing whatever, and we can't get past resolutions or resolve uh, situations that we have. We can't come to resolutions and do what it is because she feels indifferent. She won't fall in line with uh, trying to do things that's right, that's going to help the family and all that. And she's going her own way to a certain extent. How can you bear the burden right. of that? Right, right, right. Thank so go ahead, Darren, and then, and then I'll go. No, no. Um, I think we had this conversation a while ago when people, you know, um, yeah, Dan, you know, some some weekends, some weeks you say, you know, I love my wife and I do anything for her, and the other weeks you say the hell with her and uh, and or f what she thinks. I think this is where that come to play at. I think that when when it's time, when it when it's go time, and it's a critical situation, um, I think when the man hears from God. It doesn't matter what either of them think, but you have to be totally connected or halfway at least. I'll say halfway connected to hearing something of a sound voice that don't belong to you and you know it's spiritual. Um, just this last week, and I, I think I shared it with you and uh, Tony and, 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 uh, and Rodney uh, and Malcolm too, um, that 
I, I had a dream and an epiphany uh, to, to sell this house. And and I was like, no, I know that ain't true because I love being here. I love, you know, where we live, and and I'm I'm loving the safety of the community and and all that other stuff. But when when the, when the thought came to sell this house, I brought it to my wife, and she said, well, I didn't bring it to her like we sell in this house. I I I bring it I brought it to her reluctantly cuz I didn't want to do it either. But I came to her in a question like what if we sell this house and move back to our townhouse and take the profit from this house and pay the house completely off and then just don't have no mortgage and we can do anything or go anywhere we want to go. To my surprise she said what would that look like? Now, I didn't come at her with I'm the man, you're going to listen, and this and that. I came in her, you know, with concern because she saw the fear in my heart too, okay? And when we understand each other, she knew I wasn't playing, and she knew I was scared at the same time. When she agreed with it, when she agreed with it, she just said, well, let me ask my broker um, how much would the house sell, and let's see if we can actually get enough equity right now to, to, to pay off all our bills. Little to our knowledge that we have more than enough equity to pay off every bill we have if we just move in our townhouse. So right. it's on the market now. It'll be up on the market. Uh, it'll be in the MLS this week. The photographer is coming in the morning, and we have to do some extra stuff to tidy up. But it's going on the market. But it was. It wasn't that I ignored her feelings. I, I included her in the in the plan because even though I was told that, you know, by spiritual means, she jumped on board like almost right away. Right. Right. And I didn't say God said for us to do this. I just said, what do you think about this plan? And what did me and, and what did me and Tony say when you when you said when you told us that? You said it sounded like a good plan, but at the time of me talking to my wife, it's fear. Right. Yeah, I mean, it sounded was, awesome to me, and I think Tony he had the awesome. same, had the same sentiments. Awesome. I mean, it was like that's a, awesome. it was almost like a no-brainer. No-brainer. Make it happen. Yeah, but I had mm-hmm. to move. I would have had to. I still had to deal with my wife. That that wouldn't have thought like that. You see right. them. So. So. Let me jump in there real quick, mm. and I'm going to go back to Sam real quick, right? So I think the other responsibility as men that we have from the break is where we shop. What I mean by that, if we shopping for a wife at Walmart or we shopping for a wife at Neiman Marcus, right? Now, we a lot of times we make the mistake and get a wife and we go cheap and shop at Walmart. She might have a big booty. She might even got a big car note and drive a nice, nice car. But she still. She might even be pretty. Right. So we buy that wife, or marry that one, or we go to Neiman Marcus and we get a partner. We get a ride or die. You see what I'm saying? It's easier, I believe, with a ride or die than a Walmart chick. Right, just using the analogy. So I think as, as our responsibilities as men, we have to, it's like 
it's like picking a job. You're not going to pick a job that doesn't have longevity versus a job that's got longevity. No benefits versus a job that's got benefits. I think when we go pick a wife, it has to do the same thing. I think a lot of times we just marry just because it's a good option and it's available, mm-hmm. right? Because at the end of the day, it is up to us whether the family sinks or floats, mm-hmm. right? So if it is, you gotta you gotta stack the chips on uh, on your end by picking somebody that's gonna help you and have a vested interest in the family floating. I believe, you know what I'm saying? And if we pick the wrong one, we already damned from the jump. You see what I'm saying? That situation with Darren became easy because he shopped at Neiman Marcus for a wife. You see what I'm saying? He already got a, a team player. She down for whatever he down for. It's not, hey, tell me what that look like. Not, not, not. So the Walmart wife would have been like, no, man, we got $7,000 square feet. I ain't leaving this joint. You got to be crazy. Yep, that's what I can bring my family over here and we have cookouts and no, you just keep working and paying the mortgage. No, we ain't going nowhere. Mm-hmm. But the Neiman Marcus wife said, you know what? We could pay off this house and the other house and, 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 and have a little bit more fun and have some more liquid. Let's go do that. Mm-hmm. That makes more sense. Mm-hmm. It's less strain on my husband, less strain on the household finances, less strain. Let's go do that. That's a team player. That's the one that you keep. You don't throw yeah. back in the water. Go ahead. Yeah. Well, well, exactly. I mean, T.R. kind of echoing what you said to a certain degree. Uh, I mean, what Darren said and the way he went about it, you know, it was textbook. And I'm not saying that to be a ridicule. No, I'm saying them and all the right reasons that was text. You know, you had a, a something that came across your heart and your mind. You know, you prayed about it or whatever. You went to your spouse. You spoke on it, and y'all had a discussion about it. You know, she said her part, and you said your part, and y'all was putting our mind together to see, again, I think somebody said, how's this going to benefit the family? How's it going to benefit us as a married couple, our finances? So y'all both was considering that. Y'all was on the same sheet, as they say. That's no problem. I think the things that we're kind of looking at is uh, also when we say that as far as now, say something happens, and I'm just using, you know, we say throw the monkey wrench. Say y'all decide to sell a house and everything and then you know, something happened or you don't get the right money that you were supposed to get or whatever. Now, is that all your fault now? All of a sudden, oh, Darren is the bad person in this relationship now because he wanted to sell a house and da-da-da-da-da. But clearly, you told us she was, you know, receptive to the idea. She had some input, too, in the whole nine yards. So I'm saying for better, you know, as he said, you know, the Neiman Marcus and the Walmart wife, again, we talk about that for better or worse, whatever it is, if it come out good, it's great. If it come out bad, that's all right. We're going to work on it, and we're going to put everything in a perspective to get it back on track like it should be. You don't have to bail out, oh, I want a divorce now because this didn't go, you know, nothing like that. So I think, again, doing the things you're supposed to do, especially what you showed as far as what we talk about all the time in relationships, communicating, having an understanding. And all those things played out into your decision making. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, I just I just didn't think that you know, even sometimes, even though we do have a, a good communication, I just didn't know she was gonna swallow that one that easy. I, it, so Darren, it, it, what was your I'm not to cut you off, but what was your backup plan had she said, you know, well, babe, I really don't wanna leave here or something? How she would have said that to you. Well did you ever have any thoughts beyond that? Um, no, because um it was 
you know how you just throw thoughts out there and ideas mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. and just see what see what happens it wasn't a it wasn't even a plan i mean it was a it was an epiphany it was like whoa i mean actually it it really came when we went to sandals with ike in the summertime uh we was out there with ike and his wife and uh we was like whoa we got to be able to do this every single year and right. and i want to be able to do it twice if i could but then we started looking at the money, how much it costs. And I was like, dang, that's gonna have to we're gonna have to save a nice nest egg. And I was like, Well, mm-hmm. if I do it, I'll do it. But then when we got home, she was like, Well, you know what? Let me go back to a nine to five so we can be able to do that. So that's the first thing she did when we got back home. I was like, You don't have to. She's like, No, no, no. I want to. So mm-hmm. that's that was the first start of it. So she was on board with it because when you when you finally take a vacation and you realize that you got a best friend like a ride or die like Tony was talking about and you realize how important it is to really sit down and talk to each other and enjoy each other and you don't have no kids and no cruise people to deal with, no lines, and everything is at your beck and call, you're like, man, it's more to life than just other people. Mm-hmm. And, you know, this life is about the one you with. It was it's right. about other people at a time, but now it's my turn. Right. You gotta exercise your turns. And once you realize how valuable that is, you start thinking of the extreme ideas. Do I get a third job? Do I work do you work two and three jobs? Do we do this? Do we do that? And it never crossed our mind that wait a minute, we can move back to where what we already own and pay it completely off. And we'll have the money in two weeks to pay off to fund two sandals trips a year. Now, it ain't all about the sandals trips. It's more so about the financial freedom. But we're also trying to get a home on four lakes on 30 acres in Georgia, too. So we, it, it's a dual purpose. Right. Yeah, right. Dual purpose. We, and we got to save for our future. And we just thinking about that. These stairs are hurting my knees, man. You know, I'm getting old, bro. You know what I'm saying? Right. Yeah, that's real. Right. And Darren, um, on that note, you know, just speaking on a topic like, what is your, you know, to those of y'all who don't know, you know, Darren has an exquisite home, and going back backwards to a townhouse, what are your thoughts on outsiders not knowing what your what your ultimate plan is? And you know uh, the method to your madness makes perfect sense to me, and I'm sure it makes sense to the brothers here. But what do you did you did you think about like what people are gonna say about that move? You know, and and did your pride get in the way as far as oh, you know, they must be having money trouble. You know, had to move back, you know, to a little townhouse from a ten thousand square feet home, or how many square feet it is. But I mean, what? Did did that ever cross your mind as far as what people are going to say about your movements? Because it is a backwards move, but obviously is the long goal is to get you know uh, you know debt paid off and back to a nice home in in Georgia with some acres and some lakes and some dolphins and jet skis and all this good stuff. So what did that ever cross your mind? Like what, what people are going to say about this, um, this transition, this move that you're, that you're going to do? No, if anything, I hope it inspires people the same way after they, cause some, you can tell somebody anything, right. And then they'll look at you like, yeah, right. 
But then when they see you got so much financial leeway and you free and you don't have to do two jobs and three jobs and your wife don't have to work and all your vehicles are paid for and your kids are good and everything is good, it don't even matter what they think because then when you start, well, once you start talking, they're going to listen because you can be able to do anything you want to do. So I'm not... I'm not worried about if they if they they eat it cool. If you don't cool, but don't sit up here and complain about you know your financial situation, and don't sit up here and complain about what you don't have and how much you have to struggle, and then you still don't listen to nobody because you got too much pride to listen, and you got too much pride to step back and say, let me moonwalk for a minute and 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 and, and drop everything and and regroup and get my credit straight and get get. Get these bills right, and get these stocks right, and get you know get everything I need to get in order to get what I need to get, you know. But it, yeah, I don't. I'm not gonna be caring about what other people think. The only one I care about is what if if I follow God and do the right thing, and if my wife is pleased with it. Right. Yeah. Right. And I think Amen on the flip that, side of that too. <laughs> yeah, on the flip side of that too, you know that's good talk. But I were. You know, I had to I had to swallow my pride because um, back in the day, um, when I had uh, two kids, you know, we probably yeah, when we had one and two kids, I got three now, but when we had uh, one and two kids, man, we used to take two vacations a year, every year, balling out of control. And I think I told y'all before, you know, that we used to take a couple's joint. And then we used to take a family joint, and we were doing this like every right. year. And I was just like, "Man, this is the life." And then I started looking at the coins that I was spending. I'm like, "Whoa, we we really can't afford to do this, like literally." So, literally, we we went um, several years with no vacation, like nobody did nothing. And what we've been doing, you wow. know, um, we was we would send the um, the kids down to uh, grandma's. You know, they would spend a week down there, and uh, me and the wife. We're normally going to, you know, bed and breakfasts, flying out of town, you know, doing it up big. We've been doing staycations a lot because that's all we can afford. And, mm-hmm. you know, folks like, you know, Darren and Ike, they, you know, I'm, I'm seeing them on Facebook. They had sandals, you know, and I'm here in Maryland. And, you know, I'm just like, wow. You know, but the reality is that, you know, I, I can't afford to do that. And, you know, all of my vacation, my, my vacation money goes to the ballet studio. You know, I drop about seven grand a year over there for my daughter, my middle child. And that's, you know, that's a, that's a sacrifice. And the reality is that with her, it's not for naught because um, uh, she's very gifted. And, and we will be, we're actually forced to, forcing, forced to take a vacation kind of sort of next year because she's, um, potentially going to be invited, and it's an audition-only thing out in uh, Salt Lake City, Utah, and uh, only the best. Right. You know, they yeah they don't they don't call nothing but the best. So, um, but she's slated pretty much from our conversations. She's slated to go out there for two weeks, and so I'm gonna build a vacation around that. Um, but other than that, I mean, right. we, we did a staycation this year, 2019, and last year. We we had to save up and did it big. We went to Disney World um, last year for six days. But you know, we we have friends and folks that they go to Disney World. They on Royal Caribbean. They doing this stuff every year with the whole family. And I'm just like, you know, 
I can't do that. Like I, that's not in my budget. So, and I'm, and like Darren, you know, I'm like you, I'm like, I'm cool with it. Like that don't, you know, I know where my coins go and yeah. I just can't right. afford to right. be on the beaches or sandals or, you know, doing those things that other people are doing. I just can't afford it. And it, you know, it, it, it doesn't bother me, you know, so. But when I had kids home, Rodney, it wasn't a lot of that either. So it was all about them, life, rap, rap. And I think all of our lives wrapped wrap around our kids. Um, and we might get a vacation in every three years if it's something that's, right. you know, that that's really, like, expensive. But Disney World was the thing when, when you got kids. Uh, cruises with, with the family reunion with the kids was the thing. Um, when they had them uh, driving down to Georgia for the for the Christmas, for the Thanksgiving holidays, it, it was the thing when you had the kids at the house. But then when we got a taste of us, man, it, that that went down too smooth to let go. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Right, right, yeah. That, that right, but Darren, way different. Yeah, but that that again speaks to back to my Neiman Marcus analogy, right? And I'm gonna speak to Rodney's situation. I mean, I get it, and I admire it. Um, and let me tell you why I admire it. I was in uh, Virginia Beach. I think it was in Virginia Beach. And we were talking, Kim was talking to a family member that was in Puerto Rico, right, for the weekend. And she and I had never been to Puerto Rico, so that's how we decided to go to Puerto Rico after talking to this family member. But then when she got off the phone, family member or friend or something like that, they found out that this friend is sleeping on somebody's couch. Mm. Right. That's where they live on somebody else's couch every day. And it's like, okay, why are you in Puerto Rico? First of all, you got to get your priorities <laughs> in order to get you a house, get you a place. You mm. know what I'm saying? So I, I, would, I admire the person that says we can't afford it, and I've got a bigger thing to do. Ballet is bigger and it's more important mm-hmm. than somebody saying, I can't afford it, but I got to take these Facebook pics. So I got to front like I can afford it. You feel what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So again, mm-hmm. for, for Rodney, it's just that that time is going to come where you're going to be empty nesters, and you can do all that. Right. All that. Mm-hmm. And then some. Mm-hmm. You feel what I'm saying? But right now, you yep. kind of like, I mean, you know, this is the hand that you've been dealt, and you're playing it well. You playing it to the best of your ability. Like I can't, I don't want to bet heavy when I don't have to. Mm-hmm. And you have a wife that's mm-hmm. understanding, and she ain't saying, "Man, I ain't been on this vacation. I ain't been travel. I ain't did this. We don't right. go nowhere." Mm-hmm. She understands right. your lifestyle right now, and she's with you. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And that, yeah, again, and I- back to Sam's point, there's no added pressure. There's no pride. She's not testing your pride, saying. What kind of man are you can't take your wife and kids on a vacation? <laughs> she ain't hitting you with that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I'll be honest. Right. I'll be right. honest, you know, between the two of us, you know, she's more practical, you know, than I am. So, right. it, it, you know, it's it's me putting pressure on myself, you know, to get, get the sandals or um, – because my goal was at a 25-year anniversary to go to the Maldives. And – Yep. Going to the Maldives is like twenty five grand. Twenty, yep. twenty five grand, wow. somewhere in that range. Right. Right. Hey Rodney, I found so, out I found out, man, that Groupon, man. Guess how much it costs to go to the Maldives, bro? How much? And Dubai. It's a Maldives and Dubai trip for six grand. 
One per <laughs> really. Yes, sir. One per, per person. Hey, man. So that's person. twelve. That's better than twenty. <laughs> that's better than twenty, bro. You no, know, that's, but I got the same no. golden, and and it's gonna happen. <laughs> Yeah, I got five years to save up 25, so, yeah. Um, but, yeah, I mean, but the, the reality is that that's something that I said. You know, I, I kind of put out there, and she was like, okay, you know, sounds good, but that's it's me, you know, that, that we have to worry about with these, um, you know, big trips and big, right. you know, right. ball, balling out of control. It's not her. But like you said, I mean, there, there are a lot of women say, hey, you know, what kind of man are you? You know, you can't even mm-hmm. – these staycations ain't cutting it, but, you know, we, we cool. You know, so I'm glad I'm glad I'm right. shopping at Neiman Marcus. <laughs> right. Well, guys, you know, right. right. y'all speaking about finances, the last few years um, I've been kind of taking some classes and educating myself, and uh, within this next year or so, um, I'm about to really uh, have some classes and stuff for uh, parents and, you know, kids. And actually my goal is people who uh, have a newborn, anywhere from a newborn on up, you know, should have some type of investment, savings type deal, you know, for their children. So, you know, by the time the kids get 20, 25, you know, they should have at least a couple hundred thousand dollars. And then not only to be looking to spend at all once you just raise it, but the king you lose it, you know, talking about some uh, generational and family wealth. But anyway, even with that, you know, I find resistance from people, and I'm just trying to have a discussion about them and saving some money. For later on down the road, you know, I tell people all the time, if you have a job that offers a 401k and you're not participating in it, please change your mind, participate in it. You know, if you have a job and I don't have anything like that, start your IRA, you know, Roth IRA, and I give them some of the, you know, uh, understandings about it. But again, you get people who, you know, I'm trying to tell them. Yeah, it's a it's a it's a slow growth, especially if you don't come from a family or you didn't leave home with a whole bunch of money or nothing. If you start now, you know, in the next twenty, twenty five years, you'll see something. You'll see a nice large amount. And I'm explaining this to people and talking to people and people actually get offended and they get upset. You know, when you tell them to save money, how they can cut back a little bit on this, a little bit of this. And everybody wanna ball out. Everybody wanna be seen, yep. everybody wanna say, Look at me, I got this uh, I just talked yep. to this young man. He just went in all kind of crazy debt now because he wanted to get, uh, I think, the Charger. Is that the one that's the Scat or whatever? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Everyone, the <laughs> Challenger, the yep. uh, Charger, one of those, the Scat, he bought one, and he's paying like 32% APR. Or, it's, it's something crazy. Oh, my I couldn't believe. God. That's illegal. Yeah. It can't be 32. That's illegal. That's I'm trying illegal. not to exaggerate, bro. I'm trying not to exaggerate, <laughs> yeah. but yeah. I know it's, it's so ridiculous, man. It's so ridiculous. I think 27, 28 Yeah. Okay. I know it's something ridiculous, and but he feels good about it because he thinks he, you know, showing off for everybody and stuff like that. So like, y'all talking about, about that pride and stuff, man. That's something... Man, you right. gotta let that go on you know, when it comes to finances and stuff and we talk about all the time too, not living above your means, you know, and I know a lot of people do that too. They wanna be seen right. a certain way and seen in a certain light. You know, they bring in, you know, sixty thousand, but they spend eighty thousand, you know. Right, right. So, right, right. Right, right. It's easy to get caught up into that though, Sam, because you know you don't want you don't want Uncle Sam, no pun intended, but you don't want Uncle Sam to be taking 
the money that you're not spending on something that 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 he can't touch. Um, mm-hmm. And and I think that that helps me. That used to help me all on my taxes, but um, I looked at the tax situation too. And if if I don't have nothing to sink money into, who cares if I got to pay a couple thousand dollars? I think the max anyway is twenty four thousand for me being a married man. So mm-hmm. <laughs> it, it'd be a wash anyway. So I just because that's what the first question we had, you know, what about you know taxes for tax purposes? What will we what will we will we have a shelter? You know, will we shelter it in? I'm like, yeah. it don't matter because we ain't spending no money on nothing. You don't have a debt. You don't have a debt. Yeah. And you still get the tax write off from the uh, townhouse as well. You know what I mean? And, and right now you're not getting anything because because you got renters in it. No, them renters they we they they leaving. Right. I'm saying. So then you move in it, and it'll be owner occupied, primary residence, and now you write off it that you know you, you get to use that tax credit. Right. Okay. Mm-hmm. It would, but yeah. it really didn't matter. I mean, we got a nonprofit too, so it really didn't matter. But I just say, you know, it, it, the freedom is what 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 need to be sought, not the write offs. I mean, uh-huh. if I owe fifteen thousand yeah. tax, I can be able to pay it <laughs> if, right. if that's you know, because I don't have no other debts, you know. Mm-hmm. Right, right, right. That makes makes sense, bro. Right, right. Yeah, so I mean, you know, the pride is a is a is a something that's been, like somebody said earlier, that you know we have to deal with. Um, but I'm gonna flip the script. I had this uncle that had cancer. And they offered him chemotherapy. And he didn't want to go. Right? I believe it was pride. that so he was like, I ain't doing that, you know, macho type dude. Uh, Clint Eastwood type dude. You know what I mean? I'm not doing that. I'm good. I'm a, I'm a, I don't need that. And the cancer took him out of here. I heard another story about a dude that was supposed to take high blood pressure medicine. He didn't take it. And all of his organs started shutting down because his blood pressure was out of control. Pride. I had another buddy that had diabetes, wasn't taking his medicine. They told him. Even as his friends, like, man, you got to take that medicine. You got to take care of yourself. Nah, I'm good. Check him out of here. You know, um... I got a colonoscopy scheduled for the 16th of this month. It would be my second one in my life. Um, you know, and again, it's, it's it's not a bad procedure, but when your doctor says, you know, you're a certain age, you got to do it, you got to do it. You know, I can't let pride, you know, take me out. And I see as black men a lot of times, you know, we don't, we don't, we don't do that. We don't try to stay healthy. We don't have a relationship with our doctor. We think that we got to be laid out on the street for us to go to the hospital or for, for us to go get checked out, you know. And that's another thing that the discussion needs to be had. Like, why are we not going to get a, a six-month checkup? Why are we not going to get our blood work done, uh, uh, um, you know, the thing that's knocking us out, the prostate cancer. Why are we not going to get the prostate PSA checked? 
Why are we not as men going to get that done? Is it pride or just stupidity, one or the other? That's that's my question. I know it's pride for me, man, because the only thing I thought was, you know, prostate cancer, man, I mean, not prostate cancer, but what you call that, that check? PS, a prostate exam, yeah, digital, or, you know, there's a PSA. You don't even got to get the finger no more, man. Just take it through your blood. Well, I, but in that time, it was a finger thing, and I wouldn't, I, my pride was like, nah, ain't nobody going to stick their butt and their hand in my butt, man. I don't know about all that. <laughs> you know, but that's the first thing that comes to most men, man. You know, I ain't good, you know, but it, it just, it's just a thing that, you know, I don't know if you can call it pride or you can call it whatever you want to. But that you just felt like it wasn't gonna happen. But when I went, um, and I was so thankful that he said I ain't have to have it until I was fifty. And now I'm glad I'm glad that they found other me- methods to doing that. Because um, right. now when I get to fifty, we can we'll be good to go. I remember when when you went, I was you know I was like, dang, D, where am bro? You know you all right? I was treating you like you was a victim. You know? I was. I felt like a victim. Come let that go. I felt like a slam victim, a rape victim. I said, so violated. "What just happened?" Violated. So violated. Understatement, man. Mm-hmm. Yo, my goodness. I mean, I had to do it. Yeah, yeah. And I didn't even know. Like, I, it was a routine physical. And he said, "All right, pull your pants down, turn around." I'm like, "Hey, <laughs> what?" And it's not painful at all, anything like that. It's just afterwards, you like, what just happened? What just happened? I let him do that. You know, I want to go to the doctor and report a, and report a crime. Yeah. You yeah, you definitely want to report a crime. And then they give you the napkins and the, 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 the clean stuff up. You're like, oh no, nah, he just told me clean myself up. You know what I'm saying? But again, you know, I want to be around. I you know, I got grandkids. You know what I'm saying? I can't I can't it's not about me. You know, you got loved ones, you gotta do certain things. You don't want to get caught out there. Mm-hmm. You know, where you could have prevented something. And we have too much pride to, you know, to do it. I got a friend that died. True story. True story. Friend that died from a toothache. Mm. True story. He had a toothache for weeks. The ambulance came because his toothache was so bad. Let's just say it was a Monday night. The ambulance came to take him to the hospital. He said, nah, I'm good. I'm not going in. I'm good. I'm going to put some whatever on it. And whatever that stuff is, you up on it. Uh-huh. Or whatever he said. I'm going to take a Tylenol. <coughs> ambulance left. Homeboy did not wake up the next day. It killed him. Oh. True story. Pride, man. Pride. Like they're here mm-hmm. to help you. Now you got poison going to your brain because of a toothache. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm going to go ahead and set my pride up and apologize for ending the show the way I did last week or whatever week it was. This Moby, by the way, what's up, y'all? What's up, man? That was last week, man. Hey. That was last week, bro. What happened last week? I wasn't there. What happened? What happened? You got to fill me in. No. Because I said no. something controversial 
and <laughs> I probably I probably got emails and text messages for that one. I know y'all did. No. How bad? No, was, actually, how we bad did. Was. Actually, we did. Uh, okay. Yeah. Okay. They, they were going for it. Yeah, they were going for it. But you know, I think I think our listeners know how we do. So I mean, I th- y'all y'all were going for it. You know, you and Darren. Y'all were yeah. going for it, but hey. Really? Olivia Pope going yeah. for it. They they were going for it from the from the from the oh, gate. How no, was it? Top ropes. Yeah, Tony, you got to listen to it. Yeah, when you get a chance. I got to listen yeah, to they, that. They, they, they were going for it. Yeah, they were going. It's for not it. going for it. But, but, but what? Expected, you know, what's expected of Moby and what's expected of Rodney, me, and everybody else. I mean, we just, you know, you we call for a different difference of opinion, and and right. a lot of people feel like you. A lot of people feel like me. A lot of people feel like Rodney and Tony. You know, um, I mean, I even have a fan club. You know what I mean? So <laughs> we, everybody, you know. <laughs> Yeah, that's our perspective. That's my perspective. Not everybody think like, you know, you would think they think, you know. Right, 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 right. Yeah, I, I was watching that Dave Chappelle thing today. and Hilarious. Man. Hilarious, Hilarious. yeah. I told yeah, you. I told you. Yeah. I told you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I said it. I said it. I said it to you. I said, watch Dave Chappelle's thing. I said yep. that. I told you. Hilarious, <laughs> yo. Uh, I want to go watch it again. Like it's that funny. And yeah, I already watched it twice. But it's but it's, it's it's insulting and it's funny and it's real all at the same time, you know. Right. And and I think each one of us bring a perspective in that sort of way, you know, to the show because different people think differently. You know, you start talking about homosexuality, you gonna you gonna you gonna hit some nerves. You start talking about the community. The letters community, you're going to hit some nerves. And you start talking about uh, Christians being against it. Oh, man, you're going to get a whole lot of flack from that. So, yeah, but that's expected, though. That's what this show is about. Mm-hmm. What about earlier, you know, what's the difference between the ones, the big-name shows and ours? They don't keep it real like that. They don't have the Mobies mm-hmm. and, the, and the Malcolm. They don't have all of that. Yep. Right, right, right. <laughs> All right. It's funny you say that, Dan. Funny that you say that about this show. So, um, again, pride, right? We talk about, I started off the show talking about people that could use this venue but won't call in because they feel as though they got their whole situation under control. But we hear the stories outside and they really don't have it under control. Right? And I take my hat off to the callers that we have throughout the years. You know what I'm saying? Because we're faithful to one another. We get in it. Like, we can get into it with each other, and we have a difference of opinion, but it's all love at the end of the day. Yeah. You know, and again, we may not have 50 callers or 100 callers, but the callers that we do have, y'all see the value in it? And and, and I think we all still – I think some of y'all are still eating from this call. Again, I think that we – I think that some people still learn, even if we don't take take something from it, we we at least have that cheers, you know, the bar cheers where everybody knows your name, you sit around. I think we at least have that. Well, you know, we show up yeah. and there's a movie and we know, hey, we, if I can walk by him tomorrow in Walmart and not know him and just never have seen him before, but got all the love in the world for him just because of this show. And I think that that's what we possess right now. Right. 
Mm-hmm. And you can't make that up. Mm-hmm. Sam too, you can't make that up. Sam, man, you don't get to get you don't get to use textbook. That's my line. That's my line. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Wait, what? Wait, what? 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 <laughs> <laughs> that's what I, said. I said, man, you, you textbook. That's a textbook answer, and he put it and, and he put it on Darren today. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you forgive me with that all the time. <laughs> <laughs> right, 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 right. Hey, you heard though. it coming out with? Hey, you heard it coming back out with Scandal? I can't wait. Uh, got some new Olivia <laughs> Pope material. I got some new Olivia Pope material. So, Boondocks is coming back in 2020. Fall of 2020, Boondocks is coming back. Yeah. yeah and Eddie Murphy's right. playing uh, Dolomite for the other Mike like Rudy Raymore. Uh, yeah, it's going to be on yeah. Netflix. Yeah. yeah. They say it's pretty good. Hey, yo, no, really? that Harley Quinn movie, that Harley Quinn movie is going to be mm-hmm. the joint. Hey, yo, y'all need to go watch that trailer. Birds of a Prey. Hey, yo. <laughs> Yeah, that's gonna be the movie of the year, guaranteed. I'm sorry, I'm done. Talk about movies and stuff. Get back to that. Yeah, we good, we good, we good. Birds of good. Right, right. Yeah, you ain't steering me wrong yet, Mo. And uh, I tried that too. I watched some good stuff. I wish my lady watched the same stuff I watched. She think my stuff is stupid. So mm-hmm. anyway, excuse me. <laughs> I'm sorry, I just got person in my head. Anyway, bye. <laughs> So Moby, let me ask you something. Is this a new lady or is this that one that, that almost got away or did she finally come around? What are you talking about? Oh, this the one that come around? Yeah, I like it, it's a it's a coming around process, but she knows I'm leaving. So mm. like Yeah. It's gonna happen, like, very soon. So she's trying to prepare herself, I guess. So she's not going with you? Yep. Mind you, mind you, when I go back home, I'll have a house, a two bedroom, decked out with a flat screen TV built into the into the um house into the wall, house. Okay. Now we stay in a how you say it's not an apartment, but it's a comp. It's it's attached to two buildings, you know, two places, but it's her own place. Whatever. She paid twelve hundred. For that, and it's a two bedroom. I would have a two bedroom full house with a backyard and a front yard for seven hundred dollars a month. You tell me who whose math is wrong. Well, I don't think it's about that. I think it's more so about you know. Um, I don't know if it's got to be. I'm sorry, it's got to be. If she complained about bills now, like she's having somebody else moving to the apartment, moving to the place now because she need help with the bills. So it's some. It's, it's got to be some in there. Okay. But who has the pride, though? Is do you think that uh, it's prideful on her end not to go with you, or it's prideful on and um, to think that way, or not try to, to try to convince her, or I not mean, put a I, ring it, on it, or not marry her? I'm not trying it, to marry her down like no, that. No, I would call it. No, I would call it pride. I would call it if I had the pride. I would call it pride if I had it, but I've tried everything to try to make this work. Like I've tried, I've said, come with me, or I've, I've 
did what I was supposed to do. Like, I my pride is like how how is it prideful when you tried? You know what I'm saying? No, I'm saying? I'm like, asking, if I've tried, I'm just asking you, what do you think it is? I mean, who, who's because somebody ain't relinquishing um, their position to either stay or leave. I, I think it's her. I just think because, like I said, she's a independent. This is what she wants for her life, woman. Now, you tell me, if you tell me I'm the best man you've ever had, if you tell me I'm the best man you've ever had, if you tell me in the same, in the same breath I'm the best man you ever had, that, oh, man, I've done things for men that don't deserve it, that I haven't even done for you yet. Something's wrong with the situation. I'm not one to be impractical if I'm trying. Yeah, like, right. if you say all these things, right. if I'm the best thing for you, if I'm the, been the best thing you've had, and you're 36 years old, 37, you know, like, that's some ages where if you ain't got a man, it ain't it ain't the man, it's you. So, <laughs> like, right. <laughs> right. <laughs> like, so, I mean, I, it's not me being powerful. I'm trying. I mean, okay. if, if it was pride, like I said, but if you tell me all these things in that breath, and I'm trying, and you still say no. Who has the pride here? Um, well, the only reason I was mentioning pride um, to to consider it is because um, it, it wasn't even a thought that you had to leave for you. And what's important to you is important to you. But we also got to think: well, what's important to her? What is? I mean, and then meet up in the middle of. Hey, listen. Uh, if if people care about each other, I don't think money has anything to do with it or should be in the way. Hey, but oh, you're right, and it shouldn't. You're right, and it's meet up in the middle. So her meet up in the middle is, well, her what she wants for her life is she wants to have her own house, her own house, not or her own house. I guess she wants it in her name though. She doesn't want it to be in or I guess in both names. I guess, but if it's not, it's gonna be in her name. But anyway, regardless of that. She wants a house, she wants a family, and ultimately, most like most of everything she wants, she wants a child. Like, truthfully, I think she'll take a child over a husband, personally. But she wants all these things. She wants all these things. So I'm willing to give it to you, but I can't do it here where we're at because this city costs too much when I can move to a city and make the same amount of money and say, and have a whole... You know what I mean? Have and do what I need to do and handle my business. Right. The only reason why I did I moved from my original city is because I was in another situation. So I went somewhere else instead of going back to my city, which I should have went back to my city. But anyway, so she's thirty six. She's thirty six and wants a baby now. Has she ever had a baby yep. before? She's had miscarriages and all that type of thing, and and oh. met her. Yeah, all that. So she wants basically she wants that. She wants that. But I'm I I mean I'm willing to give it to her. That's why I said, look, go with me. Or then okay, you wanna go with me. Stick around with me then. Like don't just you know, I leave and you go and try to again go find somebody else. Like, work with me. If I'm willing to make the moves to come be be with you at a certain times and and have have a time with you and make you come to me and stuff like that and then we work to where we're in the middle 
what we got enough, we got established. Like, okay, look, let's just go towards to another city that we don't know about, whatever, and establish something. That's why I'm walking home from the gym. But establish something that, right. you know, that there's, like, I'm I'm trying to meet in the middle. I'm, you see, I'm giving y'all everything I've, I'm trying. And it's like, I don't know how long that's going to last. I don't know how long I'm going to be gone. And she didn't move on and not moved on. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because at the end of the day, she's, and then she's who she is. So mm-hmm. I don't want her to move right. on. Right. But I got She knows the reason right. why I'm doing it. She knows the reason why I'm doing right. it. It ain't because of no woman. It ain't because of none of that. It's because my kid. And I'm tired of being without my kid. Like, that's enough of that for me. Right. Like, I'm usually around them. So now I got to be around my kid. So that's my reason. What does she have holding her to this spot to sell at right now? I mean, she got family there. What does she got to keep her a job? What is it? <laughs> you want to know something funny? Her brother just left. And her brother just got into a, her brother got into a relationship, and the girl got a job in Washington. Guess what he did? He went went to Washington. <laughs> uh-uh. <Yeah. laughs> her mama just got a boyfriend. As soon as, as soon as the son left, the mama went and got a boyfriend. Wow. So, so guys, you know what? This almost like perfect. You know, for Moby to come in in the conversation and add what he added to it about, you know, him and this young lady, you know, to where, as we were saying, how, you know, Dan and his wife came to a decision, you know, together and they shared their thoughts and everything. And then kind of compared to Moby telling us, this young lady, you know, she wants her own house in her name. She wants a baby. She just that. He's talking about moving somewhere where they can, you know, he can afford it more better and get those things and this, but she still seems to be indifferent for whatever reason. So, like, when you're on the same sheet with somebody, you know, and y'all both got got the same goals in mind or you see yourself making adjustments, even still get to the goals you want to try to accomplish or whatever, and you both on the same sheet of paper, you know, like you said, that ride or die, it's like, cool, it's going to work because, you know, we're both working towards it. We both believe in what we're saying and what it is we want, and we're both watching out for each other. But if we get that one-sidedness any type of way, ugh, it's going to be a strain. I think lead to a relationship breaking up. But I, I believe the difference between these two um, situations and scenarios is when you when you're married, you have a certain uh, guidelines that you have to follow, a certain set of rules that you got to follow. Um, when your boyfriend and girlfriend or cohabitators, um, it's it's a total different set of rules. You know, um, if we mad to get if, if you piss me off today. And somebody asked me for my number out here. I can either take it or reject it uh, when I'm when I'm just cohabitating. When I'm married, I know that ain't, ain't even the issue. Um, if if I'm married and if I say okay, it's time for me to jet and get another job somewhere, she don't have a choice. Or we can really really talk about it, and it really has to be considered. But if we're just dating or cohabitating. Uh, Hey, I want what I want. You want to get yours, and you know we'll see each other on the rebound, type of thing. It's 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 like a no brainer, and it's that easy. I mean, I hear what you're saying there about that part about being married as you know the rules and all that. But still, I'm talking about just from a relationship, man to woman. 
you know, uh, I mean, I, I and I get it. I get what you're saying with the marriage part, but I'm just saying the relationship between a man and woman, if they want to be with each other and they got some ideals and they're expressing them to one another of their ideals, you know, are we going to make this relationship go on? Is this relationship strong enough for it to come together add, even more or whatever like that? So I'm not discounting what you said, disqualifying, but I'm just saying that when you basically break it down to somebody that you're in a relationship with, you probably profess your love for them and all that, you know, are y'all still trying to do the things to go the same route and do the same things for more success or are you at that point like you said man that that just makes it a relationship or whatever and really separated from there because you're just saying well if i can't have my way then i can break up or if it don't go this way we can break up you know it's an easy out well let me ask moby this question uh moby you see there yep if you if you was to ask her for her hand in marriage first of all her knowing the current situation and where you on your way to, do you think she would say yeah? Nah, she wouldn't. She'll say no? Yeah, I think she'll say no. Okay. So she got but she so would much- like it. She would like she would like that she would like the she would I think she would like it. I think she would think about it. I think she would she would weigh an option she would think about an option, but in the long run I think it'll be no. Okay. All right. So let me put my two cents in, right? I think that at the end of the day, the marriage piece is a formality, right? The marriage piece is the I do, and it's the paperwork, and it legalizes the relationship. Mm-hmm. I think that people, if it's done right, are married long before that process happens. Oh, yeah. It is done. If the people gel and they're meant to be, right, and there is a thing called meant to be. I didn't believe it before, but I believe it now, that two people are meant to be with each other, then there's no, maybe I'll think about it. There's no, um, you know, let me weigh my options out. There's a, oh, no, we're going to be married. Like it's like Like you both know that's what it is. I'm not going to talk about me. Let, let, let me just talk about Rodney for a second because he's been married a long time. And I don't think that there was, back in the day, I don't think that there was a question, right, because they got married young. They may have gotten married early. But it wasn't a question of were they going to do it. It was just how at that point. You feel what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And I think if it's a question on if we're going to do it, then we have to step back and reevaluate the situation. Because if there's an if, then that means there's a hesitation or there's a you may not be the right one or I may be holding out for somebody else. There's some other things that come into play. But with all those mm-hmm. things removed, if it's supposed to be, then, oh, yeah, we're definitely going to get married. It's just we're just going to figure out how to do it. You know what I'm saying? So I go back to saying the the paper, the sign, the courthouse, all that stuff is just to, to, to make it legal. But I think right. the marriage itself happens long before that. Right. Right. And you know what, T, I, I definitely agree with you on that as far as the legal format and everything of a marriage. And what I've always said before, I've said it on the show before, you know, personally, just from a personal point of view, and I would like to see other people like this, to know they with somebody because they want to be with them, not because they're legally bound. Right. You know, when somebody right. truly like you for who you are, not 
because you got this, not because you got this type of job, this, that, the other. They're like, wow, I really like, you know, Darren. He has personality, great personality, uh, this, that, and the other. I feel that in my life, you know, if we go on in this relationship, we can build something together. He's open to ideas. I could talk to him. And like you say, way before even you get that legal paperwork, you done bonded with this person, you know, traded ideals, and y'all finding where y'all fit in with one another, how y'all can relate, right. how y'all can deal, da 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 So when it comes to that legal paperwork, that's fine and everything for government purposes or whatever, but I'm no with brain. this person, again, you know, that's what I said, not because I'm bonded by paperwork, but I'm bonded by love, understanding, uh, the tenacity, the, 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 the wanting, you know, of things that they want in life and all that. That's what brings people right. together in my eyes. Right, right. Hey, and yo, people funny, you're right. You're right about it. Right. Both of y'all are right. I want to say something. I want to say I'm sorry. Both of y'all are, because I'm like, my phone about to die. Um, both of y'all are right, because one, we're doing, we do those type of things, plan different things together, go do these type of trips and all this stuff here, when everything goes right. We're doing all this planning. And then, like he said, it's like, where, where do you, like, it's like, are we meant to be? So I'm going to ask these questions. Like, I'm going to ask these questions, too. Like, do you think we're really meant to be? Do you think, mm-hmm. right. like, it, are we are we meant to be together? Because if we're meant to be together, then I'm just fearful that you're not going to make this work. That's my fear. Because I want to make this work. That's all right. I'm saying. And so if she doesn't, now, if, what, if I don't get an answer, I don't know what kind of answer to expect from that. But if it doesn't sound the truth. remotely true, the truth, the truth, and if she can't be truthful with you, then there's something else. Yeah, that's a problem. So if we can't be truthful, she's sparing with the person. your feelings. Mm-hmm. She's sparing your feelings for something else that's on her mind. I'm not saying somebody else. I'm saying some so other. What will be the truth? That's keeping us. What will be the truth? That's what I'm saying because it can be yes so many no. things. I don't know if she can tell. Okay, no, so man, yes most, or no, period. Residing yes in. or no? Look, look. Yes, I believe that we're meant to be, but it may not be the right time, which is some bullshit. Oh, yes, I, yes, yes. Um, 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 we're meant to be, but I don't want to leave. You know what I mean? All that is some garbage. Yes, so if it's a yes, let me know when it's a yes. So if it's a come with you. Okay, so if it's a yes, with a butt that has is they don't have packing bags in it, then anything goes with a butt is basically. It's something that's going on. Right. You said something, Moby. something else going on. But you said something earlier, Moby, that alludes me to think that she is, she's 36, no kids or a couple of miscarriages. I don't know if she's ever been married or not, and I don't know why she's Yeah, she was married, and she found out a man, she was married, and she found out her husband, well, her husband beat her, and he was gay. Okay, so... Wow. Okay. Wow. Okay. wow. That's a hell of a combination. Right. That's a go hell figure. of a combination. Like right. I said, go right. figure. Uh, well, <laughs> when, okay. And, and the reason behind my questioning that is, you know, when when people grow to depend only on themselves, uh, they they have a big trust problem. And That's you talk about moving somebody across the state, and it's just a boyfriend, or you're talking about moving somebody across. Uh, and and taking complete control away from them, and they have to completely rely on you or on another person. Once they've been down that one time and it was it, it didn't turn out so well, 
it's difficult. So it might not be you. It might just be. Hold on. But she's always been the one to take care of everybody. Everything she's had, she's the one that provided. That's, That's what I'm saying. That was one of her arguments. Depend so, on you. Yes. Now she has to depend on you for that. And and across the state lines, across for unfamiliar territory, that's that's pretty scary for a person who has had, you know, a traumatic experience and, and you know, she's not she's going in unfamiliar territory. So it doesn't have to be anything about love. It probably gotta do a lot a lot of things about trust and and the unknown. That's scary to some people. Um, you might be right, man. But let me get out of here, y'all. Y'all have a good night, y'all. All right. All right, brother. Now, Darren, I have to admit, I have to agree with, you know, what what you said has some validity to it. You know, uh, you know, when you're picking up roots like that and leaving and, you know, you you, you said something that really resounded in this whole situation. <clears throat> and then especially making that difference between a marriage, you know, and just being in a relationship. So yeah, I, I, I hear what you're saying. Yeah, in in his couples, um, uh, a lot of couples like that that they have a, a big trust issue, but it's mainly the ones who are in the boyfriend and girlfriend relationships. When they're mm-hmm. in those type of relationships and they got to completely trust and rely on another person, they like, well, I can understand. The first thing they say, I can understand if we were married, but you know anything can happen. I don't want to be stuck in the middle of nowhere. And we got problems because you know we ain't all that peachy right now, you know. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, that's true. You know, but then and then it goes back again. Though I, I'm just trying to see why, you know, people feel the comfort in this the legality. You know, like I understand what you're saying. It's not a problem, but it's like I feel more comfort because I know the paperwork is in order and it's legally set. Then knowing if we didn't have this paperwork about us, I feel another certain type of way. Mhm. It is. It is definitely a difference when you're married and when you just going with somebody. It's mm-hmm. night and day. Yeah. yeah, I love you, but shoot, we ain't married. That's all. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the answer. Mm-hmm. Interesting. All right, fellas. Next show, everybody need to be married. <laughs> if you ain't married, get on board, including me. Wow. It's not going to happen. Oh, we, it's not going to happen. I'm going, month, I'm going to wrangle me. You got a month. I'm going to wrangle me. You got a got month. A, yeah, hey, that's yeah. next show. Got to wrangle me up one. <laughs> I'm going to Neiman Marcus. I know you got some prospects. <laughs> I know you got to go to Neiman Marcus, yo. Yeah, gotta yeah go. I got to go to Neiman Marcus. That Walmart chick is painful. You don't want to fuck with that. <laughs> and that was my, that was my next step. I just didn't want to hear Moby Mouth, but she might just be a Walmart chick. <laughs> uh, he wouldn't have got it though. She I might think be. He got on later. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm just saying he might have a Walmart chick. That might the chick that he got might be a Walmart chick. Mm. Right. Right, right. You know, only what about a, that Walmart chick though. What about that Walmart chick that got a Neiman Marcus overcoat? Oh, man, flash you. <laughs> <laughs> you know what it is? Yeah. Mm-hmm. If she's not afraid to, if she's not afraid to open it, 
then, you know, if she got some resistance, then like, I don't know. I just want you to see the outside. You better be square, bro. Mm-hmm. Right. So you got shut that. You uh, got that. Right. No, you got that right. champagne and caviar appetite, but got that top of diamond budget, huh? <laughs> right, 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 right. So who's more prideful, y'all, men or women? Who's more prideful, men, men, men or women? Men, I don't know. I think all day women. long. I, I think all day long. Women, I think women, women. Oh, because they always got to carry this. Now y'all been married. Now come on now, y'all know your wife want to go to work and make the family look a certain way and got pictures on her desk and this and uh, women are very prideful, especially from the fact when it comes to how they want to present themselves to friends, coworkers, and families about what's going on with them at home. This right. that I, think women. I think women. I think women. Yeah, um, women will put up a front. And window dressing, and have you seen everything so lovely from the outside looking in? But it could be hell in the house, and she ain't gonna let that, you know, cause of her pride. She don't want people to know. Yeah, I think you know what you, you know what I honestly think it's a maturity issue. That's what I believe. I think it goes hand in hand. I think the one that's the maturest is the one that has the least amount of pride. The immature <laughs> one is the one that has more pride because they, they mm-hmm. lack more maturity, but they're heavy in pride. Like, yeah, because mm-hmm. they're not smart enough to be like, maybe if I say I'm sorry, we might be able to resolve this issue. You know what I mean? Maybe if I say, okay, let me try to get better, like, a, like an intelligent person will say, you know what, I think I'll try to get better and let me figure out how I can be a better person or a better spouse. You know, the immature person will never say that and be like, it ain't my fault, it's your fault. Everything's your fault, you know, so. Yeah, I, um, I, and um, it, it's funny, it's coming up, uh, who's more prideful. Um, it was a, um, you know, our townhouse is being occupied right now by a woman and her, her, she got five sons from a husband that died, mm. uh, and left her with five sons, but now her oldest son is 25, he's on the lease. And and another son is in college, and the other three boys are in school, like late school. So she hadn't paid her her rent in in September, or she haven't paid in October, and she left all the utilities in my name. And now they shut the utilities off because I now owe seven hundred dollars of electricity. Um, and then she took it out where well, they, they dropped it in my name. I mean, they, they cut the lights off under my name. And then she, now, after a year and a half, she put it on in somebody else's name. But we scheduled to go for eviction on, on, on the 7th, on Monday. Uh, but she got so much pride. She won't answer the door. She won't answer the phone calls. She won't even let, she won't even talk to us. We went in there and served a 14-day eviction notice. And uh, we went in the house and took pictures and talked to her son. And this dude had nerve to tell me, wow, so you kicking us out? I said, well, he's 25 years old. I said, uh, yo, man, you have, we, we've been trying to call you and you haven't picked up your phone. I got a new phone. And I said, you also got a new car sitting out there with the new tags on it. Now, if you want to pay your car bill, your car note, live in that. 
okay, because you understand that you have to pay your rent, and you have the house, y'all have the house looking like this, and he says to me, you going to kick a woman out with five boys? And I said, <laughs> I said, so if that's what y'all been living off all of this time, then, you know, that time is up because most of y'all are grown men now. And number two, you have to pay your rent. She has so much pride. I said, tell your mother to call us if she wants to stop this process of us going to court. We can easily resolve it because all we ask for her to do is communicate with us. That that lady hasn't called us since the 23rd of September. Darren, don't confuse pride with scandal. Well, not she's a scandalous. She's a scandalous person when she can't call you back. And you know, that has nothing to do with pride, dude. Nothing to do with pride. She just don't want to pay you. She wants to milk every month, every minute, every day that she can without paying you. So she's just ducking you. That ain't got nothing to do with pride, I don't think. We're not calling out and when you're given an opportunity to escape it, and you don't, you're still not calling because you busted or you you know you did wrong. I think that's pride. That's why I thought it was pride. Yeah, no, she's scandalous, dude. That's all it is. I don't think it's pride because she might have the money. Well, she might have the money and don't want to pay. I hope so because she's gonna have to find someplace else to go. Mhm. Yeah. But I just uh, think pride kicks in. Pride kicks in when that when that when that do 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 you know that truck that truck comes yeah and reverse down well, that's when that pride kicks in oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> pride and begging and everything else <laughs> right that's when that kicks in you yeah you you ain't got to that part yet <laughs> but it should be some moments because we already you know we already got a goon squad ready to go over there and pick up all that stuff yeah man the sheriff. Sheriff's Department will come and they'll figure yeah. it out. Yeah. You got to have like 20 people or something like that? 20 people. You got to have. Say what? 22 people. You got to have 22 people? To do what? To evict them. Take all the stuff out. No, it's a goon squad of five five dudes, man. They be out in an hour. You pay them about an hour, they be out in an hour. Wow. And they just put it out in front of the house. No, they put it out in the front of the community because they can't. It's against the HOA rules to put it out front. So what, they put it in a truck and take it to the front of the community? Yep, they take it in a truck, put it in the front of the community, and drop it off up there. Wow. Yep. I don't want that to happen to nobody. That's embarrassing, but, you know, it is what it is. You can't call somebody. You got so much pride, you can't even admit no wrong, and you can't call to try to clear nothing up or try to straighten nothing out. You just roll in without no intent to do anything. Yeah, I mean that's that's scandal. Scandal that is pride. Scandal to me is when you call and trying to scam me by telling me lies. Oh yeah, my daddy died, and then you call me the following month. Oh yeah, my my mom died. Now that's that's scandalous, because you now you're lying, and you just right. like curve around the you know curve around the corner. But when you ain't even picked up the phone, and you just think you're gonna be that smooth to, to go in front of the judge and get away with it, I'm like, man, you think you're gonna win this? Okay, well. Hope you got some pool. She has got a condo, but. Five boys still living in there? Uh, I just only saw one, and I think the other two or three play sports. And um, and the ones, I mean, they, they are, I mean, she's trying to keep up with um, 
the Joneses by keeping them in football, keeping them in all those old that activities that that you know they're doing. And uh, but again, that's not in my business. If you can if you can do your thing, then do your thing. But if you can't afford to, you got you got to say, hey boys, mom got to pay this rent, and I ain't got it. So y'all ain't gonna play. And then you send you got a you flexing with a new car sitting outside. Right, 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 right. But again, so we go back to the Rodney situation, right? Want a vacation? Can't vacation. That's right. Want a new car? Can't new car. Ain't new car, man. You know what I'm saying? Right. Want to do these things, but I gotta parlay it till the time is right. Right. But the one thing Rodney doesn't have is somebody knocking on his door talking about where my money at every month. <laughs> <laughs>
versus the you know the the the, the men stuff. You know, men don't show up for stuff like that, but they got brunches and lunches and you know they got stuff where they they actually show up. So at least we don't talk on though. one hand. Yeah. That's the thing, yeah. though. We don't talk. They talk. They run their mouth. We don't do that, man. We, just, <laughs> we don't. The show's called Married Men Don't Talk. We don't talk. We don't want to talk That's about true. that. It's not that we don't yeah, have pride. True. I mean, it's not that we got too much pride. We just don't want to talk about it. You know what I mean? We want to mm. figure out a way. How can I get you away from me so I can watch this game? What do I need to say <laughs> to you to get you out of my face so I can keep watching this game? <laughs> Mm-mm-mm. You know what I mean? A lot of wow. times it's a lie. Yes, yes, honey, you are 100% correct. You are. I agree with you 100% correct. I'm sorry, I'll be better. Just so they can get out your face and you can finish with your day. Hmm. Yeah, that's yeah. it. Yeah, I like had, avoiding. I would, um, right, right. That was saying, that's kind of like avoiding, would, you know, the topic at hand to a certain degree. And it's like, but also no women, because it seemed like <clears throat> when I was married, you know, uh, we done had the whole weekend together or whatever. We done been to church. We done did this. We seen each other all week. As soon as I get out of church Sunday, I want to kick back and watch the NFL, watch a little football. All of a sudden, my wife just got extra talkative. I'm like, really? You know, I done seen you all day, every day for the last six days. And here it is, you know, we just finished the being together, coming from worship. Now here it is, a great start. You know, you can sit down and watch TV too, but I don't want to talk. But just all of a sudden, <laughs> everything just so important in the world, you got to have this conversation. So, you know, some of them Power do move. that. Uh, power move. That's what Sometimes it's a flex move. Yeah. Right. Yeah, power move, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was, um, I was married to someone that, if she apologized one time, I didn't hear it. Wow. <laughs> and this is 10 years. If she said, I'm sorry, in the whole 10 years, I don't remember it ever happening. Mm-hmm. I've never met anybody that prideful. Like, everything was never her fault, and she never apologized. I'm talking about they hit you with a car by mistake and would not say sorry. <laughs> Hit you with a car. <laughs> he could run you over by mistake with the car, dude. <laughs> and not say sorry and be like, you shouldn't have been in the road. <laughs> wow. Like, you know what That's I mean? like, True story. Like, yeah. I never, we went to marriage counseling, and the counselor told me, and this is a long time ago. We went to a long time ago. It was Pastor Warren. He was like, you're just going to have to accept the fact that she will never say sorry to you. And I was oh, like, and I was thinking wow. about it. I was like, I was like, really? Well, I got to accept that. Yeah. Why you got to accept that? Why you just can't say sorry? I ain't got a problem saying sorry. You know what I mean? What? And then the other issue is I would come and talk about my issues and try to find a solution, talk to my boys. She would never talk to anyone. Like, oh, no, I got too much pride. I'm not letting you know my business. But you need help. That's all you got to get help. And sometimes you got to be transparent in order to get help. Yeah. You know what I mean? So that's why I say I think women are more because of my personal situation. Everybody's got their mm-hmm. own idea, but, again, 
I was calling Rodney and calling Darren and calling the show. He was like, look, you know what I mean? I got questions about what's going on. How can I be better? Blah, 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 blah. But that wasn't happening all the time because of pride. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So that's why I think women got more pride than men. Oh. But, you know, it's interesting you're talking about an apology. And I know a gentleman, he told me the way his wife apologizes she says these words. She say, well, if you feel that I've done something to you, then I apologize. <laughs> like, what? See, hmm. I don't even like cussing, but you can get cussed out for that because, you know, you, you did do something to me, right? <laughs> that right. I thought it. I ain't just dreaming up in my mind. I was right. like, you know, he a good one. Right. I can handle that. I go off. Right. Yeah. Right. If you feel like I did something to you, then you know I, yeah, I, I, I apologize. You feel <laughs> you. wow, that's a slap in the face. That's I guess she ex pimp or something. That's some pimp talk or something. That's I can handle that. <laughs> right, 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 right. I mean, you have to, you have to apologize. I mean, just in life, like how do you, you know, in life, how do you go without apologizing? I mean, how does the pride get that far out of control, though? Just with anyone, where you just can't fix your mouth to say, I'm oh, sorry, we got a president right now in office. Mm-hmm. That's probably never one time said, I'm sorry, to anyone. Anybody. And oh, nothing yeah. is ever his fault. Mm-hmm. Come on, no. <laughs> whistleblower? It's the whistleblower's fault. The whistleblower's a spy. Mm-hmm. Really? Wow. Really? So guess what? We'll never have another whistleblower again, ever. We're just going to be... It is what it is, because ain't nobody ever going to come forward. <laughs> they might they, they, they might die. They're like, oh, well, no, I ain't, I'm keeping my mouth shut. Uh-huh. When, they when they come to that guy, like, when they come to that guy, even the weather wrong, he said, yeah, the hurricane going to hit Alabama. Weather said, he said, no, it ain't. He said, oh, the weather is wrong. It was supposed to hit Alabama, because I said it. <laughs> wow. Because I said it. I said it. I said, yeah, you know. So in that case, that's, a narcissist is, is, is got more pride than anybody, or stupidity, mm. one or the other. Uh, uh, uh. You know. that. Right. Well, we got six minutes left, so what y'all got? Oh Anything man, else? I hate we down to just two two days, two Tuesdays, I should say, because. You know, some of this just revs up as we go through the week or through those couple of weeks that we're off. You know, just <clears throat> you you need that outlet sometimes just to hear you guys and uh, kind of converse with you all. You you need that; it helps. So I I, I guess we y'all were talking about the certain number of listeners that's part of this show or the certain number of callers that's part of this show. But I'm here to tell you, it's it's, it's definitely therapeutic. It's therapeutic. Yet, Sam. You ain't found the right one yet, bro? No, no, not quite. But uh, I'm, I'm ready to make another move. So we'll see what happens when I get to my new home. <laughs> oh, where you going? Where you? I'm going back to Tennessee, but I'm going on the west side of the state this time. Wait a minute. Wait, wait, wait. You going back to old Shorty from high school? Oh, no. <laughs> no. No, man. He said no. He going to the west side of the state. He's not going back to where he was from. Right. What if what if you find what if she over there? She ain't gonna be over uh, there. 
I'm gonna let her know, Darren. He looking for a, a <laughs> second wife because he can get a new townhouse. <laughs> he need two wives now. <laughs> right, right. Exactly. <laughs> I'm gonna sit in your way. Darren, <laughs> Darren been trying to hook you up with that woman for years. Man, that ship is sailed. That ship that's, is sailed. That's not like the yeah. one there, Sam. Sailed no, and shanked in the whole nine yards. <laughs> right. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Well, this was a well. Um, we'll be meeting for lunch on the Monday after I come out of court. So um, we'll we'll be meeting up at our spot. If anybody wants, yeah. all right. <clears throat> all right, cool beans, man. Holler yeah. y'all later. All right, all right, peace. All right. peace.